0: to the Conversations with Authors podcast. I'm your host, Alison Thompson, aka The Proof Fairy. Every week in this podcast, I talk to an author about what inspired them to start writing and what tips they have for other aspiring authors. Dr. Harry Singh. Harry started his career in dentistry, but he's since branched out into property investment and facial aesthetics. He's the author of five books. The first two are aimed at dentists who are interested in property investment. The other three focus on the facial aesthetics industry. I've helped Harry publish all his books, but today is the first time we've ever spoken. So Harry, it's lovely to meet you at last.
1: Yeah, you too, Alison. We've been exchanging emails for a number of years, but never seen each other's face.
0: I know. It is really great to, to put faces and voices to, to names and emails. So tell me about your books because you've written quite a few, haven't you?
1: Yeah, yeah. have you got all day there? So, <laughs> so, the first couple of books I wrote, um, I was introduced um, to you by an um, uh, online marketer I was working with, and he introduced me to you because I said, uh, I'm looking at writing a couple of books. Uh, so I started two. So one of my businesses is called the Dental Property Club. So I help dentists invest in property. So the first book I wrote was called Achieving Financial Freedom, which is more a generic strategy, helicopter view, um, a bit like building the foundations for a house, is it's no use trying to invest in property if you haven't got any money or you're losing money, you haven't got enough time, or you haven't got the right goals. So that's more a generic book. It's probably you probably get a lot off for saying that. It's probably the first one was the hardest even though it's the least number of pages. And then the other books got easier. And then the yeah. second book I wrote um, with your help was um, it moving in property. So that was more specific on the property strategies. Mm-hmm. Then I thought, OK, let's change tact. So my other business is facial aesthetics, Botox and fillers. So I train medical professionals. So I wrote one on the marketing aspects because that's where I found there was a big demand. Um, mm-hmm. As dentists the doctors, we're very good at the clinical side. But we struggle on the marketing business that we've never been taught it. So that was quite that was about I think mean, 530 pages. That was quite a long project.
0: That's that quite time. a quite a doorstop of a book, that one, isn't it? Yeah. It's yeah, yeah. It's you a don't book.
1: realize because you're you doing it on the computer with A4 paper, then you don't realise how thick it is until it gets printed you go, God. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure some people did use it as a doorstopper. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I hope
0: you know, not. I'm sure not. <laughs>
1: And then, um, then the fourth book was a patient guide because we had a, I'm still a clinician, we had a lot of patients asking us, uh, what treatments do you recommend? I thought, with the credibility that the book's copy, which I'll talk about later, um, I thought, okay, why not be a bit different to other practitioners? Instead of saying, okay, this is what we do or brochure, why not write a book and give all the patients the book and they can pass those on to um, their friends and family? And then the last book, I thought, I always wanted to do a clinical book um but that one did take it's not much text and it, it's all photographs so that mm-hmm. was more in terms of formatting it and laying it out and obviously I haven't got a clue about that and that's where you came in and said okay this is how we can format it so yeah. I I probably did the easy part of taking the pictures and you just made it all look
0: <laughs> pretty <impressive>. and <laughs> sexy yeah so, so there's five books under your belt already so what inspired you to start writing in the first place
1: Yeah, it was more, uh, the contact we had, it said to build up your credibility because the dental property card was a new business. Mm -hmm. Um, I was known within dentistry, but not for property investing. So to build credibility, um, I used it as really like a fancy business card. So I wanted to get the ideas on a book and paper, but then also give that as like a free lead magnet. And Mm -hmm. it really worked well because people were, they're not used to getting free stuff in the dental world. So I was okay, you can grab this book for free. All I need is your name and email. And actually, the database really exploded from a couple of hundred to now we've got about twelve thousand dentists. Oh wow. There. But the book really helped and it built myself as a credible author, expert in that um field.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's a really useful, it's a really interesting way to go about doing it. So write a book and give it away to people um yeah to to prove your to prove your knowledge to prove your credibility and to build your list that's just a a really sort of interesting way of, of using a book to build your business profile yeah,
1: because I know I, you, you probably know as well, there's obviously two ways people, one is to make money, and that's going to be quite hard unless you're a really, really famous author. Or do,
0: oh, yes. <laughs> don't don't, don't write a book to, to make money. money. Don't write a book yeah, to make money, yeah. not through selling the book. <laughs>
1: and, yeah, definitely not. And so, so the second route I preferred was, yeah, to build the credibility, get the information out there. And as people that read the book, they were much more coachable. And they're more engaged. they were um, higher up the sales ladder or value ladder in terms of they were more willing to commit because they've experienced what i taught um how i teach and the content that i um speak about
0: mm, mm. so th- so that's kind of how you got into writing the um uh, the finance the property investment books what about the um the aesthetics books what was the the sort of motivation there
1: yeah, that was more demand. So I was more establishing that that kind of business, facial aesthetics. So um, it was the first book, let go to Handbrake, which was just a marketing one. Was more because of just a big demand. So I was mm. running marketing courses, and people were saying we're still sort of getting stuck. So it was demand from dentists and doctors saying we don't know anything about the business side. Okay. And so I used it twofold. One was um, obviously to um, supply that big demand, but also. As a bonus item. So, when I was running my marketing course, I increased the price of the marketing course that said, okay, you get this book for free when you attend. It was actually, so the book didn't make me money on that one there. So, for say £20, we increased the price by £100 for the marketing because it added value because no one else had written a book on that subject. And dentists, they love learning, they love content. So, I say, okay, um, I did a different ploy with that one. I said, i didn't really advertise the book to sell but it was more come on this marketing workshop and you get my book for free
0: right okay so again using the book as a, as a business tool
1: yeah yeah definitely so, yeah. And that worked really well there and then the clinical book that was more because we run a training academy and it was like a refresher for our delegates but more people that had done courses somewhere else and obviously mm-hmm. that's the latest book and what happened with that one is a lot of people were so impressed with the quantity of the photographs the quality of the content that they signed up to our clinical training, even though they've done training somewhere else before. So oh, wow. same again. it's a bit like the first book, the dental book, Is that credibility authority. They see it, go, wow, we want all this doing our clinical training. We need to go to see Dr. Harvey for further training.
0: There is something about writing a book does raise you above other professionals at your level because you're the one who's written the book. I mean, <laughs> anyone could go out and do it really, but because you're the one that's done it, suddenly you're kind of a level above everybody else.
1: I don't think it was that difficult, Rossi, with your help, Alison, but a <laughs> lot of people say to me, oh, it's going to be so hard to write a book. They think they have the either writer's block or they don't know how to promote it or how to publish it, except it's like, anyway, because we've done it, it's a lot easier for us to do future ones. And so, as you said, it puts you higher up in terms of one, incredible, but also on all my social media platforms, my bio always says talk about me being an author. And oh. we get so many people saying that, wow that's amazing and then you're thinking actually it's not that hard to do if you put your mind to
0: it <laughs> so guys, so talk me through the writing process then because you said that I helped you yeah I, I've helped with the, the proofreading the editing and the formatting but you're the one who's written this stuff so talk me through how you go about writing all these books
1: yeah it's um I'm quite dedicated so when I put my mind to it I want my wife calls me extremists so I just put I'll go <laughs> full on for it there so um obviously when I got introduced to you um, what really helped was the guide you said on how to write the book in different stages. Oh. So I said, okay, 99% of that I can leave to Alison in terms of how to publish it, how to format it. The only thing I need to concentrate on is the content. Yeah. So um, the first couple of books I did, I had articles and blogs I've written in the past. So actually it was a lot easier for me just to collect the information.
0: Yeah, I've, I've heard people talk, talking about putting together blogs, blogs in a book, but obviously because they've been written at different times and on different topics, you've then got to make sure that they work together. So was that quite difficult, making sure that... Yeah, they, yeah, that,
1: yeah. yeah that was the hardest part. It's actually not getting the content, it's going, okay, it was quite disjointed how to mm. update blogs, but also put them all together in terms of process and so that probably took the longest to do a marketing book that was all brand new so what I did I started working with say doing blocking off two hours per day i impatient so then I go okay I said to my wife "My, there's a travel lodge down the road I, I booked a whole week in there I just wrote it in seven days there was no distraction no tv no um, social media because I thought I just want to get do it
0: Right, yeah. Sometimes, I mean, that's what I did with my book. I, I took myself off to Brighton for a few days, and I just said, right, this is my book writing time. And I wrote half of it, I think. Um, but yeah, sometimes if you can't work out time to fit it into your schedule, I think it's a really good idea to actually block out dedicated time and just take, like, like you said, take yourself away from everything and just say, right, this, this, I am going to write my book in this time. Yeah,
1: and because it was costing me like sixty quid a night, I go, I don't want to waste too much money. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can't go home having not written it, can you, if you yeah, yeah, money yeah. from being away? Have you taken the same sort of process with all the books? Have you kind of just shut yourself away completely? And
1: Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I just like dedicated time blocks because, as you know, with Parkinson, Law, the more time you give it, the more it expands and then you don't reach your deadline. So I, like you, I work backwards. Like, okay, let's say I want the book ready in June this year. I need to get to Alison at least two months before that, depending on your schedule. Mm -hmm. So I need to write it by April, then I may say block off a week in March to do it all. But yeah, I like to have dedicated time. Working backwards is a big pass. But what I also did, um, especially my first book, um, Achieving Financial Freedom, I put on social media six months before I was going to write it. I'm going to be having a book published in six months time because I know there'll be some haters in six months time coming back to where's your book so that motivated me I burnt the boat by taking accountability from everyone I knew on social media
0: Mm, that that's that's actually a strategy that I used as well I I decided to set a book launch party um 20th April 2013 it was and uh, I thought, OK, if I tell everyone and I invite people, I have to have the book here. I have to have it done yeah. and printed. And, um, and I actually ended up bringing the party forward by a week because I, I got everything done. And I was just so excited to launch it. But but yeah, I think if you put it out there and you tell people you're doing it, then they'll st- they'll say, well, how's your book going then? And yeah, yeah. You, it, it does keep you accountable, doesn't
1: it? And also you, you can use it as a good mark. You can get pre-orders, special pre-order price. So mm-hmm. uh, And if you know you're getting money coming in, then that pays for the printing the cover design all that kind of stuff So yeah. it doesn't cost you any money up front to do all the
0: book no that's right so so how much planning do you do do you do you plan every chapter and what's going in it or do you just <laughs> freestyle
1: uh, I'm, I'm definitely not freestyle. um the, I, i'm a big planner in terms of i would say 80 percent of time I spend writing the book is actually preparing and planning the contents, different resources, different content, blogs, articles, speaking, gigs, webinars, so much information from different sites. Um, I plan 80% of it is okay, this is the content, this is the chapter headings, get the content from um, various different sources I've got, put it all into a folder, and then the 20% is actually just tidying it up, editing it and just making it flow. So actually, okay. I say yeah, eighty percent is preparation, and only twenty percent is writing. I'm not one. I know some people they get a, like a dictaphone, just speaking into that. I could never do that because I just need all my bullet points and plan right. ahead in front of me.
0: Yeah, no, it's interesting to hear hear different people's ways of of going about it. Some people just have a literally have a heading and splurge everything out on the page. But obviously for you it's it's a much more meticulous process. You need to have the information there and know where you're going with it. And
1: yeah, I think maybe because like, my medical yeah. background when as a dentist, obviously beating patients, we have to get all the information out first before we present the treatment plan. There's a bit like that with the book. What all the information first and then okay, how do I present that?
0: Right, yeah, yeah. So how how have you gone about getting the books published? Because you've taken a couple of different routes, I think, haven't you?
1: I just left that to you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah, uh, so the, well, so the first four we did through through um, Amazon's print-on-demand way, yeah, yeah. but I believe the last book you
1: you yeah the clinical <laughs> book yeah because with clinical books they're much higher price so we're saying also about hundred and five pounds so that one I did want more money coming my way so we did the self-publishing so all the other books were via Amazon upload to mm-hmm. Amazon the aim wasn't to make money obviously it's not to make money from them but it's more credibility. The last book because i had the credibility authority and it was a quite a nice laid book glossy pages and it was a few figure sum in terms of the book i wanted to make more money from that one so obviously you helped format it the cover design then we found a local printer who actually post the books out for us as well and so we would take all the orders in so we get all the money from the book order and then obviously the printer's been paid and then it's about eight pounds for them to post the book that all the rest of it is profit for us, so yeah, that's why we took the route for the last one because it was a more expensive book,
0: right? Okay, yeah,
1: but also what we wanted um, the only downside with Amazon is you don't know who's bought the book. So with this last book, now we've got all the data, so we know who's bought the book. We've got their email, so we can obviously keep in communication with them, selling them other stuff as well. So what's hmm. happened is we found a package where we sold the clinical book and they sold um, the marketing book in aesthetics as well. So we had a lot of people uptake that, and they said to us, we didn't realise you had that book as well. So it's actually quite good in terms of upselling that um, fourth book as well. Right, yeah, it's yeah. good in terms of collecting data compared to Amazon, where we don't know who's bought the book.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the Amazon um, KDP print services is brilliant for, for sort of your average paperback book because they handle yeah. everything. The quality is pretty good. The costs are pretty good. But if you're looking at something more specific and, and your book was in colour as well, wasn't it? The clinical book. Yeah, yeah. Their colour printing is is very expensive. So, yeah, it's always useful to know about other, other routes to print uh, when you're yeah. doing something a bit more specialised.
1: And as you said, the Amazon one is sort of good for and you can buy all for copies, which I never knew about until mm-hmm. you told me at a reduced price, or a very reduced price, you can buy yeah. all copies. so <laughs> you can still sell them directly to you. and I do sell them out when i when we're allowed to go to conferences and speak at events. I mm. always have a box of books and um, so we can we always sell them on the day as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, you can you can buy them at sort of two or three pounds a copy, can't you? Uh, depending on the number yeah. of pages. I should think your your door doorstop, uh, doorstop books probably a a little bit more, but still, the prices are really, really reasonable. I think, yeah, I think so. Yeah, the, the dental
1: public card one's about two, three pounds. So, now even the doorstop one's about it's still eight pounds, so it's, or six pounds. Okay. Yeah. it's still quite reasonable.
0: Yes, yeah, no, it, it is a, a good system, it's a good way of working. So, have you learned anything about yourself through the writing? Yeah, my wife's going to hate me if she listens because I know quite a lot.
1: There, <laughs> <So, laughs> but also, it, you get to know a lot more in terms of researching so I had all the information and the content there but what it made me do is more reference to stuff I knew because Mm. if you're speaking to someone or giving advice obviously you're not lying to them but you don't need that solid proof evidence but what I found with writing the book because it's out there on paper I just wanted to do a bit more research in terms of references and I learned quite a lot myself in terms of while I was researching that, referencing certain information I put in the book, mm. I, I'm learning new stuff myself there. And people still think I don't, haven't written the books because obviously I'm quite a, like a jokey character, not too serious. And then when they read the books, they all say, God, you know quite a lot. Are you sure you wrote this book? <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit rude,
0: isn't it? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. But no, it definitely improved my knowledge and um, information about the subject that I was writing about.
0: Mm, mm. and you seem to I've always been impressed by how how quickly you do seem to write them I'm, I, I know now it's because you take yourself away from everything and, and just just do it but um yeah, yeah. yeah I don't like yeah you've always sort of emailed me and said right I'm right I'm writing another book and then a week later there it is <laughs> It's like, oh that was quick <laughs>
1: yeah because yeah, we're so busy I just not to get over and done with just yet yeah, I just set enough time to do it and then I want it out there as quick as possible so mm. I'm fine impatient which is a good thing because then you get things done
0: yeah yeah and having that commitment to do it and, and the accountability yeah. and everything as well yeah is a, a really good way of, of making sure you get there so you, you've said already that you use these books as business tools really you said about your um your list growing the dental property club list growing massively massively through through having the book um what else has happened as a result of of publishing them
1: Doors have um, opened in terms of speaking opportunities, podcast guests, webinar guests, um, collaboration and networking. And also because, I, especially when I wrote the first two books on the property, I've had four um, chapters included in other people's books. Okay. So, other people have written books. They said, Oh, we noticed that you're an author. Um, do you want to write a chapter on our book for dentists mm-hmm. or medical professionals there? So, if I hadn't written those books, they wouldn't have realized. Then, obviously, now I'm being exposed to their database, their list of people. So, it's definitely opened the door in terms of opportunities. Also, it's added value to my workshop. Same again, when I'm doing speaking um, gigs, I have the books with me. And obviously, if you get paid for speaking, it's good. If you don't get paid, you're still going to make some money from the books you sell at the end of mm. the session there. So, that has been the one of the best things I've done
0: right, yeah, so in terms in terms of a business marketing tool, it's 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 something you'd recommend maybe for other people. Yeah, definitely, but that, the only warning I'd give people is quite
1: addictive <laughs> once you start this <laughs> book, you don't want to stop there as I'm um, looking at this, I think I mentioned it to us a couple of months ago my next book as well. You um, did <laughs> It's quite addictive because once you get it, probably my goal is to write about ten card books before I retire. so mm.
0: so so what is the what is
1: the next book then? So I'm looking more like a, it's completely different, something more like peak performance for dentists and medical professionals. So I've been on a journey myself in terms of getting fitter, healthier, looking at my sleeping patterns, looking at my own personal development, goals, time management, energy, nutrition. And I thought, okay, and that's what I've been doing with all my books. I'm like a lab back myself, experiment what works, what doesn't work. and Mm. And then write that in the book. So What I'm doing at the moment is just um, testing different um, fitness, nutrition, sleeping patterns. Then I'm going to be writing a book about it.
0: Oh, wow. That's so, yeah, that's really good in terms of putting yourself in the guinea pig position. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, working out what works and what doesn't and and making the book about that.
1: Interesting. Yeah, because a lot of dentists, yeah, because their work-life balance is not in kill. They suffer a lot of stress. They're overeating, unhealthy lifestyles there's I think a peak performance and I found myself when I had the when I was at my fittest most energetic that was when I had the biggest income biggest turnover in all my businesses
0: okay so yeah the better you're feeling in yourself the better your business is is going to perform so yeah oh that sounds really good so that'll be coming my way sometime this year presumably
1: yeah definitely this year
0: So what tips would you give to other people who were thinking about writing a book, especially people in a similar position to you, people who are running a business, maybe have never thought about writing before, but you know, are, are seeing that it could maybe be become quite an important marketing tool for them?
1: Yeah, I'll say one, you've got to get out of that mindset. People do want to know what you know. And coming back to that one is you have got valuable content, valuable knowledge. So and is your um it's the onus that's on you to share that knowledge so mm. you're actually doing a disservice to your customers clients the people you know if you don't get it out there and one of the easiest ways is obviously the book method obviously hungry uh, buys I'd recommend Alison because he's got all the guides <laughs> and all the experience to do it there okay. <laughs> that's, it, that's it early in the podcast is all I concentrated was on the writing. I wasn't concerned about the cover image, the publishing, the formatting. That's your department. When they look at everything, there's too much overwhelm. All you need to do is concentrate on the preparation and the content, and then just go for it.
0: Yeah, yeah. So no, I must just say, other proofreaders are available. So, <laughs> but come to me, come to me. <laughs> so, what's next for you in terms of of business? You've said you've got this other book coming out. Um, anything else exciting? On the horizon? Uh, no, we're scaling up. So obviously, my two business is property. I think
1: property is going to be good opportunities coming along once lockdown and we're out and about there. So we're just expanding that with the dentist. Um, the facial aesthetic, same again, we can reopen. Um, we're expanding on that. So, But what I'm quite good at is delegating. So I try not to work too much in the business. So I'd rather work on the business. I've got a team of trainers that do the courses. I've got a team of clinicians that do the work. That's why I've got time to write the books. <laughs> I was going to
0: say, that's, what, that's how you find the time.
1: <laughs> so I, I like, I say, working on the business, marketing, um, strategy, innovation, creativity. And my wife hates it because obviously I, I don't really do much physical work, like nine to five. So she goes, you're not really working. I Yes, I am. I'm using my brain. There, it's so. all going on
0: inside, isn't it? It's all going on in
1: here. <laughs> all the planning and stuff there. But, yeah, it just obviously yeah, getting bigger and scaling up and, yeah, delegating more stuff.
0: Yeah, well, it's been an absolute delight to, to talk to you today and to finally meet you after, I don't know how many years, five, six years of working together? I'm not sure. Yeah, well, yeah,
1: Achievement Financial Feeding, that was 2014, I think it was.
0: There we go, yeah, seven years this this year then. Gosh. Oh, yeah. uh, thank you very much. Thank you for your time today and for, for, for talking me through how you write all these books, and I shall look forward to receiving the next one. you to Dr. Harry Singh for taking the time to talk to me today. You can find out more about Harry and his work at the Dental Property Club, www.dentalpropertyclub.co.uk, and on the Botulin Toxin Club, www.botulintoxinclub.co.uk, and you can find all his books on Amazon. Just search for Dr. Harry Singh. Conversations with Authors is a Proof Fairy production, hosted by me, Alison Thompson, a.k.a. The Proof Fairy, and in collaboration with my dogs, who you'll probably hear barking throughout the episodes. You can download Conversations with Authors from all the usual podcast platforms, so please download us, rate us, subscribe, to leave us a review. You can also find out more about The Proof Fairy and the publishing services I offer authors at www.prooffairy.com. And please join me next time for another inspiring conversation with another amazing author.